0: Hello, my friend, welcome to today's podcast episode. And today's podcast episode is so good, especially for those of us who struggle with the winter blues and winter season. And this is not to take place of true mental health, depression, anxiety, things like that. This is just a way to bring some fun, excitement, some different things into winter to make it go by a little bit faster, seem not so drab and dreary, and make it a little bit more enjoyable for you. This is actually a podcast episode re-upload, I believe, from 2021. It was one of the top, most downloaded episodes from last year, and I really wanted to share it again because it is so good. And even if you have Listen to it already. I hope that you listen to it again because what I talk about is a lot into enjoying winter more, helping the season go by a little bit faster with a little bit more joy and happiness, how to make it a little bit special even though it gets darker later and even how to nourish and treat your body differently in this season when it comes to health and wellness and everything like that. So it's a really great episode. That's why I am repurposing it. But if you've heard it before or if you haven't, I really think you are going to enjoy it. Let's dive into today's episode. All right. I haven't always loved winter, but I think really what sparked a lot of my love of winter now is being intentional. A lot of the things that I'm going to talk to you guys about today, and now I really do understand how the season of winter, even though it is freezing cold here, it is dark a lot. We don't get outside very much. I do still tend to recognize how this season can be supportive and fun and how to enjoy this season and so I want to start off by saying this is not medical advice. This is not to diagnose you with seasonal affective disorder. It is not meant for medical advice. If you are somebody that struggles with seasonal depression, I highly encourage you to reach out to somebody get into therapy, even if that therapy is using a service like BetterHelp or other online therapy services. You guys know me. I have been struggling with anxiety and depression, and I have been speaking with a therapist. She has supported me in a lot of ways, and it has been very, very, very helpful. But what I do outside of my sessions with her is really what helps me cope with, with a lot of my bad days, a lot of my negative mindset that comes with anxiety and depression. And so this is not meant for medical advice at all. Make sure you reach out to your doctor, make sure you reach out to a therapist, that you have other support systems for your healthcare, not just like, that's not me behind the microphone. I am your bestie that's here to give you some advice on how to enjoy this season more, how you can really set an intention and make sure that you still have things that you can do And look forward to in this season. So let's first define seasonal affective disorder. And it is defined as a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight during certain times of the year, and symptoms include fatigue, depression, hopelessness, social withdrawals, and some treatment included is light therapy, talk therapy, and medication, but what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is just some really fun and unique ways that you can honor this season and do things that you look forward to, and I want to kick it off by saying I absolutely use a Sun light that I got off of Amazon. If you go to Amazon, I'll leave a couple in the show notes and I'll link some on the feminine fitness podcast Instagram that are recommended. But if you just go to Amazon and write in seasonal affective disorder light, you will find one that will fit where you're going to place it. Mine sits on my desk in my home office and I will turn it on when maybe I'm filling out my place planner writing down my to-do list for the day or even if I'm just like sitting in here and I'm feeling kind of blah I will flip on the light you don't have to be staring directly at it but having it on for a certain period of time particularly in the morning I do find helpful now there's lots of science behind it you can research it on your own but to me that was one thing where I was like okay if people do say this really does help with energy I'm willing to try it so I have one and I got one and I use it most of the time either in my work block in the morning or when I am creating my to-do list for the day in the morning just kind of in the morning ish right the next thing that I do is well this is a big thing that I do and it is create my winter bucket list and I tend to like doing this with every season but with where I live and how different the seasons are, creating a winter bucket list does give me the opportunity to do things that we can only do in the winter time. And on my winter bucket list, I include things for me personally, so things that I do without my family or my kids with me, and then I also include things, winter bucket list things that I want us to do together as a family. And so those are the things that I put on my winter bucket list. And this year, I only have six or seven things on that bucket list so far. I tend to like to do this after the holidays, so I'll maybe add a few more to this list Early January, mid January, because with the holidays, there's already a lot on our to do list. There's already a lot of activities. There's already a lot of gatherings. And so I tend to like to make my winter bucket list beginning of January, mid January, kind of wrap it up and have a good roundabout list of things for us to look forward to in the months of like January. February, and March because those months are the coldest, they're the harshest, they often don't have a lot of like activities and stuff and things scheduled so that is what I make my bucket list items in mind for because the holidays they're just already packed with a lot of gatherings and all those things. And with my winter bucket list or any of my seasonal bucket lists that I make, I think of activities that I want to do, I I think about other people that I want to be around, and then I also think about trying or learning something new or going somewhere completely new. My current winter bucket list, and you guys, this is so simple. It is not anything fancy. It's just I take a blank piece of computer paper, I write winter bucket list at the top with just a plain pen, and then I write down the things that I want to put on there that I have to look forward to and I want to do this winter. So some of the things I have on mine is snowshoeing. I got snowshoes last winter. We didn't really get much for snow this year. And so I do want to hit some trails and go snowshoeing. I want to bring the kids to a movie theater. I think my kids would just love the experience of a movie theater and popcorn and a new movie to watch together I think that would be really cool my son my oldest has been to the movie theater before but my youngest has not I don't believe and also a lot of the movie theaters in our area are small town movie theaters and post-covid I know a lot of them are struggling so to me this is also supporting small planning a weekend away in a hotel with a water park near some friends that we don't get to see that often. They live in central Minnesota, absolutely beautiful area. And I was like, we haven't been to their new house yet, but why don't we make it like a weekend thing where we stay at a hotel, we can go swimming, there's a water park, we can go to their house, we can get the kids out and about. If the weather's adequate and the snow is adequate, then maybe we could go Um, sledding at their house or whatever it is but let's just do a hotel away near this friend that we love and adore so we've got that on our winter bucket list i also really like scheduling things in the month of february for This isn't necessarily a new skill for me. It's a new skill for my children, but I really do like bringing them to swimming lessons. In February, we did this last year and it was twice a week in February and it helped the month go by so fast because we had something on the schedule, something on the the plan and it made it out of routine. And I believe it was just the month of February So it wasn't too long of a commitment and it was just really cool to see how the kids liked doing that and maybe we'll put our second in swimming lessons. He's not a big fan of the water quite yet, but I know we will put Bryce in swimming lessons and then I wrote down for myself um, 30 days of yoga at a local studio that does hot yoga So in the winter prior to COVID, I was going to a gym and doing some group fitness classes and then the ladies and I would go hang out in the sauna afterwards and that would feel so good, especially in the winter time to be in that hot, warm environment and then also in a social setting. And that doesn't really work with our schedule anymore with me driving the kids to daycare and blah, 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 blah. So I was like, what's something I could create and commit to that would work in this season of my life? And I know there is a cute yoga studio in the town that is close to where I bring the kids to daycare and they have hot yoga classes and they have other yoga classes. And this is something I really want to try out with my body to see how my body responds to not just yoga occasionally but doing it more consistently and this yoga studio also has a 30 days for $30 for a new person to trial out so I'm going to be giving that a try probably mid-January and going to some classes that are on the weekends some classes that are on the weekdays and just really seeing I also love once again like I talked about with the swimming lessons that it wasn't a huge commitment, right? I wasn't signing a big contract to be a member of either of these things, whether it was swimming lessons or the yoga class for a long duration of time. It's really 30 days or 4 weeks or whatever it is. And to me, that just feels really fun and exciting. It gives it gives uniqueness to what what is going on, right? Cuz like going to this hot yoga studio Or this yoga studio studio in general in the summertime isn't something I would necessarily do or look forward to because I like getting outside. I like going for walks outside. Next year, I want to put rollerblading on my summer bucket list, right? And so This is a unique thing that I can do in this season that not only gets me to try something new, challenges my body in a different way, especially with the hot yoga classes, will help me bring that warmth to my body when it will be frigid, freezing cold out, but also what this does is it helps expand social settings and for me, like prior to COVID, I was a homebody. During COVID, I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm fine. I'm I'm completely okay with staying at home and being with just our family of four. But the more that I'm getting out and back into the community and being around others, I'm really realizing how much we all need it. Didn't I say that on on another podcast episode that even introverts need to be around other people. Even introverts need social support and social connection. And so those are some of the things on my bucket list right now. I'm sure I will add in more. But a few other things that I wanted to mention with, I do think that this winter bucket list is something that just really sets the tone. It sets some things for you to look forward to. It It brings some newness and some specialness to the season. And so for me, the bucket list is like, if you take one thing from this podcast episode, I hope you sit down and write a bucket list, even if it's just like five things, even if it's just a handful of things, even if it's things you want to do just this winter, or if this is like more family centered, mine is a little bit mix of both. The bucket list is where it's at. The next thing I want to talk about is operating with the sun, going to bed earlier. For me, this is not hard to do, but it surprises me how many ladies are still like working against your circadian rhythm, your sleep rhythm that is coincide with the sun. The sun does set earlier and for your mood, your energy, your emotion and your digestion really try to reflect being awake and eating and being out and about and doing the things when the sun is up and when the sun goes down start winding down start going to bed a little bit earlier now i totally get it there are still times especially when i'm talking about going to swimming lessons when we're going to swimming lessons when it's just starting to get dark out like i get that But what I just hope that you do is you start operating a little bit differently, maybe finish eating dinner a little bit earlier so you can get to bed a little bit earlier and just see how that plays with your mood, your energy, or your emotion, all right? Let's talk about nutrition. So there are a couple things that I really do tend to do in the wintertime to support my nutrition and my health goals and that is warmth. So during the winter I consume and try crazy amounts of soup. I like to try different recipes whether I'm following somebody else's recipe or I'm taking literally everything that we have in our pantry or our fridge and throwing it together and calling it a soup. It just brings so much warmth and coziness to my body. And with our energy and digestion and what's going on with us seasonally, and if we're not moving as much as we do in the spring or summer or fall months, we, do, we can support our digestion with these warm, easily digestible, high-liquid, high-protein, where when you cook a vegetable, yes, you do denature a little bit of the properties, but you also make it a little bit easier to digest, right? And so having soups or very warm, cozy meals is so great for wintertime. I still do stand by Eating three full meals throughout the day, each meal being stacked with protein, healthy fats, fiber, and a good complex carbohydrate so it satiates you for a duration of time and not these like little tiny Um, insulin spikes snack meals throughout the day I do continue that throughout the winter I tend to have my breakfast a little bit earlier in the winter time lunch around midday and then eating an earlier dinner seems to work well for me and then as well as hot liquids. So I like trying out different tea and I'm not like a t- huge tea person, but when I tried out a sweet cinnamon tea and I froth some milk with it, I do have an IGTV on my Joelle Cease Instagram account. If you go to my account, click the IGTVs and you scroll down a little bit. It's from from a while ago you'll have to maybe scroll just a tiny bit I don't make many IGTVs but I do have my cinnamon latte I think that's what I called it but it is just cinnamon tea bags and then I froth some milk and sprinkle some cinnamon on the top add some stevia if you want it a little bit more sweet but there's a lot of other different kind of dessert teas I know there's like a lemon pound cake dessert tea there's a handful of other dessert teas that you can try out if you're not a huge cinnamon person but I just really find they're super cozy super warming they bring a little bit of joy in the evening while I'm winding down to read my book or whatever it is So there is that. The last thing I'm going to talk about is supplementation. And obviously with supplementation, it is specific to you and you want to make sure you get your levels checked. If you go to the doctor, check, have them do a vitamin panel to see where you're at with everything. But for me personally, I really just like having a solid multivitamin, especially in the wintertime because no I'm not eating a lot of fresh fruits and veggies I'm not eating as much of that in the winter time as I am in the summertime and so I really do want to make sure I've got all my all my um, vitamins and minerals and some hormone supporting supplementation going on in there and so in the wintertime season i will gravitate towards my ova moon supplement as you guys know i love both OvaMoon and Protea for supplementation. And with supplementation, you do kind of want to take them consistently and then cycle them out. And so in the wintertime, I tend to cycle out my Baseline Plus and focus heavily on my OvaMoon because it's got my vitamin D, which if you listen to a lot of advice about vitamin supplementation it's like oh if you're going to take vitamin d make sure you have k2 and if you're going to take b vitamins make sure you have this and if you're going to take vitamin or if you're going to have calcium supplement make sure you're getting vitamin d and, and all of that so that's why i like ovamoon for its well-rounded supplementation it's got all of it right in the three capsules that you take in a day i will leave the link i wasn't like at all affiliated with ovamoon But recently, I was like, hey, why not get you guys a link to let Ova Moon know that I'm the one sending you there. So I do have a link. I do make a small commission. As I talked about in last week's podcast episode, those commissions go towards funding this podcast, hosting this podcast costs money and I love doing it and I took the cost of what I made in your guys's commissions from the supplementations and put it right back into covering the hosting site for this podcast and so I do thank you for uh, purchasing through my links when you do it it does mean a lot to me even if it is just a small commission it does help out so supplementation ova moon that one's got your like all the bases covered in particular, though, if you're not going to get Ova Moon, vitamin D, which paired with K2 and then the B vitamins are ones that I suggest you just make sure you're really focusing on in the wintertime. Another one that's really good in the wintertime, if you really do feel like you're high stress during the wintertime, like if it's a really busy season for you at work or in your life, Protea's Stressify to help support your cortisol levels is also a supplement that I recommend that I have used personally that I have had many of my clients use personally as well if it is something that their body is needing support in. um, Getting that Protea Stressify may be right for you. So let's run through this real quick on the things that I suggested to help support you through this winter, prevent some of those winter blues, or maybe just give you a little bit of fun or something to look forward to. So the first thing is the light therapy. Second thing is the winter bucket list where you're writing down activities or people that you want to go visit or be around or trying something new and different going to bed earlier, making sure you're operating with when the sun is rising and when the sun is setting. Maybe that means adjusting the timing of your eating a little bit differently. Nutrition, warmth, soups, teas, warm liquids is really great and supportive during winter. And then supplementation, specifically vitamin D and B vitamins, but also if you want your bases covered, moon has got you if you feel super stressed during this season protea stressify are the ones that i recommend thank you so much for listening today if you enjoyed this episode or if you found some of the tips will be something that you do or will be helpful to others take a screenshot of this episode and either send it to your bestie or share it up on your instagram stories You sharing the podcast really does help in the growth of this show, and I truly appreciate it. So if you could do that for me, it would mean so much, and it would also help someone else out, someone else find a little bit of joy in this season of winter, and I will talk to you guys next time.